For the Sarah Lawrence Library, I'm Tim Kale, and this is the Sarah Lawrence Library Podcast. For today's episode, The Basics of Podcasting. If you have any questions for me about podcasting, or I didn't cover something you want to know about, email me to fkale at sarahlawrence.edu. That's fkale at sarahlawrence.edu. Before we go any further, I'd like to encourage you to give the podcast a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Those reviews are essential in us climbing the podcast ranks and finding our audience. You can connect with us on social media, at SLC Library on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, remember to visit the library website where you can check your library account, reserve a study room, or book a consultation with one of our research librarians. Also, you should know that I recorded this in a small room in the hallway where all the study rooms are, and there's a bathroom at the end of this hallway, and when the bathroom door opens up, it emits the loudest (laughs) creaking sound, and then when it closes as well. So you're going to hear that in this podcast, the door opening and closing several times, but I decided to just work with it because there was no other way to get around it. Um, but so, pardon the door sound opening and closing. You know, hopefully the way I address it will be to your amusement. Thank you once again for sharing your time with us. Now let's get into this episode. So the first thing I'd like you to consider before you even get into things like formulating an idea or getting equipment is I'd like you to consider that podcasting is an egalitarian art. It's a delightfully democratic medium and it is for all and it can be done by all. And all you need are some basic tools of the trade and a little spark of talent and a little spark of an idea. And your voice can be turned into magic that can move people, make people feel things they didn't didn't expect that they would feel on that particular day. And there's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of power in this art that is for all. It's for everyone. So everyone should do it. And we should hear more voices through podcasting. And that's the beauty of it. And that's part of why I want to do this episode. I want to hand over the reins to others who want to get their voices out there and their ideas out there. And I want to condense it all into a nice, neat little package for you here to give you the, the, what you need to start your own podcast. So let's get started. The first thing you need is an idea. And that idea might start out as something really broad, or it might just start as an emotion, like, I want to podcast. And that's it. You just know you want to podcast. Okay, so how do you go from I want a podcast to actually having a podcast that comes out every single week or every other month? Uh, how, how do you make that journey? Well, you refine the idea. You, you get more specific with your idea. So it starts as I want a podcast. And then you ask yourself, okay, well, what do I want a podcast about? Then let's say you say history because you're a history buff and you want to talk about history. Then you go one level further, which is, okay, when in history do I want to have a podcast that focuses on? Because that's what you have to do. You have to whittle it, your idea down to the point where it is specific. And the reason you want it to be specific is so you can carve out your niche 
on the internet and find people who want to know about that specific thing that you're podcasting about. If you just go in with a broad, I want to make a podcast about movies and your introduction and your presentation is just movie podcast with me and that's all it is. There are thousands of movie podcasts with insert hosts. And it's not going to be as impactful. It's not. It's going to have a. It's going to struggle to find its audience because it's competing with thousands of other movie podcasts that are just movie podcasts. But if you do a movie podcast that's about B movies in the 1950s, there you're onto something. That's an idea. If you do a, a history of weaving, there, there you've actually got something that could be an interesting podcast. The more, uh, at, at times, the more esoteric, the better. Uh, so develop that idea, spend time with it, sit with it, live with it. Think about something that you actually could talk about conceivably for hours a month. Because let's say you want to do a weekly podcast. Let's say you want to do an hour-long show every single week. So that's four hours. Uh, I mean, four hours of the finished product. In actuality, recording, double that time. It's probably going to be like two hours. And then you got another two to four hours of editing. So that's like six hours a week right there. Maybe even a little bit more. So the, the time adds up pretty quickly the more you are involved in the entire process of production. So make sure that idea is something that you're passionate about. And, and it's going to evolve. Like It's going to change over time. You, and don't fight that either. As you're making your podcast and producing episodes, you're going to find there's a natural rhythm that overtakes whatever your plan is. So there's the door opening up again. <laughs> it's going to be an ongoing problem. Uh, this is why we need a space where people can record. Also make sure you're somewhat of an expert on that particular idea. Like your voice should lend credence to the topic that you're discussing. You, you sh- and and people, even more than that, your passion. People can tell passion by listening to my voice and the way I talk about podcasting. You're going to hear that I'm a passionate human being when it comes to podcasting. I care about this medium. I love this medium. I think this medium is fantastic, and I think it has the ability to move people in ways that are profound, and I think you, with your voice, can do the exact same thing, and you can find your audience and, 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 and grow and expand over time. But it all starts with that idea. What is that idea? Okay, refine it. Well, whittle it down to its core concept. And what is that idea when, after you go through that process and go from there and, and always return to that core concept, always return to what the idea was originally about. You know, the history of uh, fighter jets, lesser known films from the American New Wave. I don't know why I'm on film and history, but, <laughs> um, but just get find that topic and then refine it over time, going f- closer and closer down. And you know what? You could actually, here's a plug for the research librarians. If you want to develop an idea for a podcast, uh, may, may book a consultation with one of our research librarians. Go to saralawrence.edu slash library. And then in the sidebar, you should see something that says book a consultation. So book a consultation and then tell them what your idea is. And then you'll be able to get some literature and maybe even uh, some videos on the subject you want to podcast about, and that'll help you. That'll inspire you. The, the the work you do, all of the work you do for your podcast, whether it's research, there's going to be a lot of research involved. 
but all of that research is going to help shape your podcast and what it is. So do that research. Take the time to research your idea, to, to see if there are other podcasts that have done your idea. And don't be discouraged when you find like five of them because there probably are, but that's okay. Uh, I'll explain why that's okay when I get to the last point. But develop your idea. Take it, take time with it. That's that's when your podcast is in a very precious state. You're still it's still formulating. It's still brewing, and that's an exciting time. Embrace the excitement of that time, and then whittle down your idea to uh, something specific that you can really work with for the, for the long term. Number two on the list is equipment. So you're going to need to get some equipment. Some you can go very low tech with it. You can go high tech with it. If you go low tech, then you're going to be using what what is already at your disposal, most likely. So if you got a phone, you'll be using the phone. Like if you've got an iPhone in particular, you can use GarageBand on the iPhone to record yourself talking. Uh, if you're using um, a laptop you're gonna you can use the recorder the built-in microphone in your laptop uh, and you can use that um, I don't recommend those options because for any kind of extensive podcasting like if you're doing like an hour-long show that's gonna be pretty rough to listen to someone for an hour through their uh, built-in microphone on, on their PC or their MacBook and the the iPhone as well. It's good for like snippets, but like the way I sound right now, this is a Shure SM58 microphone hooked up to an H4N Pro uh, handy recorder, a Zoom handy recorder, and that those are the two devices that I'm using to record. And I I, I sound pretty good. I'm I'm confident in this sound. I like it. It can always be better. Uh, once you get into processing, which is a fancy word for editing, once you get into processing your vocals, you can just go like just to go to town on like digitally altering the sound of your voice to make it sound exactly as you want to do. And maybe you're gonna find that you know a part of equipment also is software. So, uh, but I'll, but I'll stick with equipment first and uh, get to software in a second. So for equipment, you're gonna need a microphone. And you could get a USB microphone. USB microphone is like the Blue Yeti, for example. It hooks directly into your computer if the, your computer has a USB port. If your computer has a USB port, you just hook the microphone right into your computer. You're good to go. And there's a lot of microphones like that that sound really good. And if that's good for you, like if that suits your purposes, recording right to your computer like that, and you're not like going out in the field to have conversations with people, then that's totally fine and that could work for you. And you can determine that in the construction of your idea. You'll figure out whether or not this is going to be a show where I interview people or whether it's going to be a solo show and it's just all you by yourself. So uh, that'll determine what your equipment needs will be. Um, so like I said, you're always going to be returning back to the core purpose of that idea. And then an idea for whatever your podcast is, is going to determine what comes next on the, in this list of topics that I'm going to talk about here. So you'll need a recorder, uh, a microphone, XLR cables, which allow you to connect the microphone to the recorder, uh, as I have right now. And yeah, that, that those are the basics. And 
it gets it gets fairly pricey. Okay, so two Shure SM58 microphones will run you about two hundred and eight dollars, which is really uh, I I know it sounds ridiculous to say that's not that bad because I mean that is expensive. That's two hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. But the quality of the microphone, it's basically like every microphone you've ever seen uh, in a singer singing to or a stand-up comedian talking to. Very versatile, very uh, reliable microphone. Uh, and then the Zoom H4n, let's see how much that is. Uh, and I'm looking at these on Amazon. Um, so that's $200. So you're looking about like $400. Uh, plus the XLR cable, um, but if you don't want to, if you can't spend any money, uh, then you absolutely are going to have to use uh, the phone you have in your pocket or the microphone that's in your computer. Or what you can do, which is even better, is go to AV and rent the equipment. So find out. Go just go to AV. Go there on the lower level, I believe, of the Performing Arts Center. I believe where the theater is. If you just go to the lower level, and through some uh, you know winding hallways, you'll find AV at the end. It's like this closet with a door, and see if they have a Zoom H4n or Shure SM58s. I'm sure they have XLR microphones. And I'm sure they have 58s, um, just because that's such a standard. That way you'll be able to replicate the sound of what you're hearing right now, and hopefully you think what you're hearing right now is pretty good. Software. So software are the editing programs, also called a DAW, Digital Audio Workstation, D-A-W, DAW. If, you, if someone ever asks you, what's, what's your DAW? There's a door again. If someone ever asks you, well, what's your DAW? Don't freak out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're they're just being a very techie type person. It just means digital audio workstation, which just means the computer that you're editing the audio on. So at home, my DAW is my MacBook Pro, and uh, I have what, what's my setup? I have a Zoom uh, L uh, L8 mixer. And uh, with a cloud lifter and a Shure SM7B, uh, that's that's my um, setup. My DAW is my uh, I use Logic Pro. Uh, that's a software. It's the advanced form of GarageBand. I use that on my uh, as my DAW uh, on my MacBook. So if any of these terms that you hear me say or if, you, if at any point you get worried or confused or anything like that, don't get worried. Don't, don't worry yourself about the tech stuff. It'll come to you in time. Uh, don't, you know, it's really good if you already are a tech person and, and this will appeal to you. I'm not really a tech person, so I have to fight against my own nature to get to get me to learn this stuff and i've done a, a good amount of research to get myself to a point where i'm fairly comfortable but i know i could do better so you're not alone don't worry it's it's just simple you you, you need equipment and software you already know what the equipment is based on what i just said you can get a usb microphone condenser microphone or a dynamic microphone don't worry about those words. It just it relates to what the microphone does and price. And then you need software. Uh, what's great about GarageBand is it comes standard on Macs. We got Macs all over the library. 
you, you might have a Mac yourself. You'll find GarageBand is on there. You can edit in GarageBand. You can do all the editing you need to do in GarageBand. For PC, Audacity uh, is is the free, it's free. Um, you can use Audacity, or you get into uh, higher price things. But I, I want to keep this as cost effective as possible. So go with the free ones. You can do everything you need to do in free editing software. So you've got your idea, you've got some equipment, and you've got some software uh, to edit your uh, podcast. What do you need next? What's the next thing you need in order to bring your podcast from concept to thing people can download and listen to? You need a media host. A media host is the, the company that hosts your podcast on the internet, that hosts your media. And I'm, one of my media hosts is Libsyn, which is short for Liberated Syndication. I pay them about $15 a month to host my media, to host my podcast. And I think of Libsyn as kind of like a parking garage on the internet. That's what your web host is. They're a parking garage. And your car is the podcast. And you need to park your podcast in a spot somewhere in a parking garage so that you will have your spot on the internet so that it can then be disseminated out to all the people who are subscribed to the podcast. So you need that parking garage and some some parking garages cost more than others. But what we have found for the library and what I'm going to recommend you is Anchor. Anchor is a media host that allows you to host your podcast with them for free. Just go to anchor.fm, I believe it is. Uh, I'll put all the links and all the equipment and all the stuff that I talk about in this podcast, I will put in the show notes. So don't worry. Don't freak out <laughs> if you don't hear something uh, and you want to go back and listen to it again. You don't have to do that. Just I'll, I'll put it in the show notes of the podcast. Uh, but I believe it's anchor.fm and they, yeah, you just create a profile and then you can start posting your, your podcast to them and it's free and it's, uh, owned by Spotify. Uh, so there's a lot of integration between them and Spotify as you create your podcast, but that's what a media host is. They're very similar in concept to a web host, like a web host, they host your pod, your website on the internet uh, but that's so that's a media host, and this is what you need to know for podcasting. The next thing you need to consider is schedule, and this probably will have come up at some point as you're coming up with the idea of your podcast. Is this going to be weekly? We kind of, I think we all have in our heads, uh, because what podcasting has been, we have in our heads that it needs to be this gold standard of one new episode a week, and it's an hour long. You don't have to do that. Some podcasts are like two hours long, and I don't think I've ever listened to a two-hour-long podcast. I, I can't. I can't do it. I don't have that much of an atten- enough of an attention span for that. Um, but uh, so that that door. <laughs> oh, that door. Um, so what I would uh, say is just figure out what works best for you. Be you have to be unflinchingly honest with yourself when constructing a schedule deep down you know what you're really like you know what you can and can't do you know what your classes are you know what your schedule is just 
think about that schedule and be just really honest with yourself. And it's okay if, hmm, I, I don't think I can do a weekly podcast. That's okay. It's okay if you think I'm going to do a weekly podcast until I can't. You know, just start and see how you, how you can do it. And then gradually over time, what will happen is you'll start to realize just because of the natural rhythms of your body, your energy level, uh, how much energy this goes into this compared with the other things that need and require your energy throughout the, any given day, uh, you'll start to realize, okay, I mean, I maybe need to taper this back a little bit. And then... All you need to do, and this is another important thing to keep in mind, just be honest with your listener. Always be honest with your listener. Listeners know when you're telling the truth. They know when you're lying. They can tell. They can hear it in your voice. Be honest with them. Like this right now. I'm being honest with you about something that is important to me, uh, podcasting. And you can hear it. I know you can. So there's the, that you can't substitute that for anything else. That honesty and that connection with your listener is what is going to keep your podcast alive, even at times when you feel like you can't do it. The listener and the relationship with the listener is so important, and it's invaluable, and it, and it requires a lot of care and nourishment, which maybe is too demanding for you, in which case, change your, it's every other week, you know, change it to every other week. You might, you might find doing a podcast every single day, doing a kind of uh, audio journal of sorts is what you need and what you can do and what works for you. Whatever it is, it's okay. And don't allow the preconceived notions that you have in your head to inform the way you emotionally react to the realities of your podcast. Because if we have this in our head that I'm supposed to do this thing, no, you're not supposed to do anything. It doesn't even exist yet. It's still just an idea and you're learning about some uh, equipment you want to buy and you're trying to find the inspiration to get it all done. D don't worry. It's just an idea and it's, it's a good idea and it's your idea and it will come into, uh, into being but don't allow it's not it's nothing about supposed to uh, jettison the idea of supposed to from your mind for everything let, let alone podcasting but since we're talking about podcasting get supposed to out of your head you're not supposed to do anything you they can be whatever you want it to be it can be uh, every day it could be every other week it could be every other year you do one podcast a year, and that's what you do. There, there is no hard and fast rule for how this is supposed to be done. So that's your schedule. So just be really honest about yourself and what you're, what you actually have time for. And then there's style. What determines style on the podcast? Big, big thing to determine style is music. I take music from the YouTube free audio library, uh, so you can do that. One thing that we have on this podcast, we actually have original music from Owen Anderson, a student here at SLC. I reached out to uh, the music library, I'm sorry, the music building, and then they pointed me in, in the direction of Owen, and then I communicated with Owen over email throughout the summer, just telling him artists I liked 
and ideas I had, and then he took all of that and turned that into the music that you now hear at the beginning and end of the show. And I think that's pretty amazing. I love working with musicians because they get it. You just have to uh, tell them a few tones that you're looking for and then maybe a song here or a song there, and they get it. They know how to... It's it's just it's really enjoyable working with musicians, I've found, to come up with things, to have your ideas as nothing but words that then transform into sound. The same thing, much like podcasting. But style. Music is a big thing. That'll give you some style. How you choose to use music is indicative of your style and who you are. How you begin your show. You know, the one one real pet peeve I have, and maybe I should save this for its own uh, thing, its own bullet point, but I really don't like podcasts <laughs> that don't have introductions of some kind, that kind of just begin with a conversation already happening and don't edit it's very obvious when a podcast is not edited and because there's usually dead air. Dead air is just that. It's dead. There's just it, it is so egregious to me. <laughs> and and it, it is to the listener because you got to think about this. Who, who this is all like not to get too uh, survival of the fittest about it, but we're all in competition with each other for the attention of a listener. So we're all fighting for a spot. Uh, in this is, <laughs> this is getting a little more Hunger Games than my original It Is For All and Everyone Is Invited to the Party. Um, but there is another element of competition, and you're competing for time, for time with your listener, with a listener, who doesn't have who is taking the time to press play on your podcast and you're going to open with 5 seconds of dead air uh, followed by a few hellos among people who are filing into the Zoom chat session no no that is unprofessional that that is not uh, go, it, it's not inviting it's not reassuring it's not telling the audience you need to hook your audience within the, literally the first second. If the first second of a podcast is terrible audio with a lot of ums and ahs and it's just terrible audio, then people are going to turn it off. And, you, and there you go. You've lost that listener. That's why there needs to be something that's inviting and reassuring. You know, you're letting the listener know you, they're, they're going to be taken care of, that their time is being respected. So I'll step down off of my soapbox now. <laughs> but uh, style has a lot to do with that. And I would say oh, this is another thing people do. They allow music to play for too long. We don't need to hear, you know, I used to do this a lot in my podcast in my personal life that I worked with, where I would think that I would need to hear the full, like, movement of a particular, to get the emotion right. And no, you, you, little sample of the song and then boom, talking. And you gotta to just, talking needs to let someone know right away what's happening. Or, and, and the talking is also like another little style thing with this podcast. I usually play the person's full name, personal pronouns, and their job, or the thing that we're talking about in that episode. And 
that immediately lets you know a lot about what's going to happen on the podcast. And then I come in with the introduction to the actual show, and I let you know that this is the Sarah Lawrence Library podcast. Do you see what I'm getting at here? <laughs> you got to hook people, hook them, and, and make them care. Make them believe in what you're saying because they want to believe. That's the thing. People come to a podcast wanting it to be that next great podcast that they listen to, and yours very well could be that. In fact, I'm going to say it. Yours will be that, and it will be that if you take everything I'm saying into consideration and just work at it as hard as you possibly can. Uh, oh, this is a, another one that's pretty important. Your recording environment. So as we've demonstrated, I am not in the best recording environment right now. <laughs> I've got a door outside to a bathroom that keeps opening up every five minutes. And I've also got a rattling sound going on in this room that kind of sounds like I'm in, inside like a ship or like a submarine. But... Uh, but and I don't think you can hear that rattling sound. But <laughs> it's but it's it's not ideal. It's not ideal, and but that's okay. I'm getting through it, and I'm making it a part of the show. That's I think that's what you have to do. Like if I would just I I could. It's a choice. You have a choice, and one is not necessarily better than the other. I could choose to ignore the fact that the door has been opening up throughout the podcast, or I could acknowledge it, and then it becomes a part of the show. So you got to have to roll with things a little bit and improvise, and no, neither choice is right or wrong in that circumstance, I don't think. I think I like it when it's acknowledged. I like it when podcasters sort of like deviate and go on a weird tangent and then come back to the ultimate point. But your recording environment is very important, and make sure do do some read up on uh, recording sound and the environment in which you record sound and how sound waves travel. It's fascinating stuff. It's really fascinating the way sound waves travel and how they bounce around and bounce off walls in particular ways and how you can get sound dampening walls and foam and all this cool stuff to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and all this cool stuff to um, make it sound even better. I don't have that. I, I, I kind of, I, I, I located it, I, I put my podcast station at home in the best spot I could for what I've got. Um, at, at work, though, it, it's kind of like it's everywhere. Like it's uh, right now I'm in this little room. Uh, when I record the intro and outro, I'll probably be at my computer. Um, but yeah, so find a good environment, uh, to record in, preferably one with sound dampening walls and you're, you'll, you'll be, you're golden. Okay. This last one is by far the most important one. I've alluded to it in a number of ways, but this is, this is the absolute most important thing about podcasting that you need to know. The most important thing about podcasting and creating your own podcast is your brain. There is nothing more important than your brain. In your brain is housed your history. Your history is who you are. Who you are is what the world needs. That is what you're getting at by refining your idea, by getting this equipment, by ironing out your schedule by making sure your environment is right to record in, you're creating for yourself the best circumstances in which you get to come 
to the forefront, wherein you get to share your voice, that precious and important thing that is unique to you. No one has your voice because no one has your brain. No one else has your experiences. No one else has your insight. No one else has that thing which makes you, you. And that is always going to trump everything else. You might not have the best microphone. You might not have the best recording environment. You might not have the most up-to-date software to edit. But if you work at it and you're honest and you come to the microphone with your arms open saying, let's do something real. Let me get myself out there for the world to hear. That's a, that's a noble act and the world needs it. So do it. Absolutely do it. And you, you, you are the most important thing of, of it all. And uh, the, all, everything else is secondary to that and just exists in service of that, in service of you continuing to unearth aspects of your personality that you right now don't even have access to. But, but podcasting is going to help you. You're going to learn a lot about yourself podcasting. I've learned a ton about myself podcasting just by talking into this microphone alone, <laughs> seemingly alone, but I'm not alone and you're not alone either. That's another thing I love about podcasting. It lets us all know this very simple truth about existence on this planet for the brief time we're here. We're not alone. You are not alone. I am not alone. We are all in this together. And that's something podcast reminds us of every single time we sit down to listen. And I think you're going to do that with your podcasts, and I can't wait to listen. Thus concludes this episode of the Sarah Lawrence Library Podcast. Remember to give us a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at SLC Library on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And visit the library website where you can check your library account, reserve a study room, or book a consultation with one of our research librarians. If you have any questions or there's something I didn't cover in this episode, email me at fkale at sarahlawrence.edu. That's fkale at sarahlawrence.edu. Music by Owen Anderson. Thank you for sharing your time with us. We look forward to doing it again next week. Until then, have yourself a very nice day.